beautiful souls and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I'm back today with another episode for you, and today's episode is one where I talk a little bit about mental health, my own personal struggles with anxiety, how I cope with these tough seasons of life, as well as sharing four perspective shifts that really helped me. So currently, I am going through a really tough wave of anxiety, and it's just been very overwhelming for me. The kind of anxiety that I get, it just, it feels like panic. I struggle to breathe, and no matter how many breaths that I take in, I still feel like I cannot catch my breath. And now maybe some of you listening can relate to this. It's like, constantly grasping for air because my mind believes that I am not breathing even though I am. It has truly made my daily tasks just extremely difficult. Talking on the phone has been a struggle because I'm constantly trying to catch my breath and even recording this episode is a bit of a struggle as well. My motivation has just been lacking and there's been nights where it's been so difficult for me to try to fall asleep that I just end up crying to myself, begging for this feeling to go away. It makes me feel like I am truly losing my mind. And this is not the first time that this has happened to me. The beginning of this year, I experienced the same kind of anxiety and many times before, My first experience with anxiety actually came when I was about eight years old. This was when I saw my neighbor's house burn down. And from there, I just then experienced, you know, the loss of my best friend's parents around the ages of 10 and 11. So these big events, it had a lasting impact on me that created a lot of fear and anxiety, anxiety of loss, fear of loss, fear of fires, fear of death. So now, of course, I have gone through a lot of healing and working on dealing with fear, but what I think is not talked about enough is that sometimes anxiety can come out of nowhere, even when life feels like it's going so well. Because, you know, I sit here today and I think about how great life is. I have a roof over my head. My bills are paid. I have a job that I enjoy, a loving husband, all of these things things that are just going well for me. So why should I be so anxious? But that's the problem. The problem is we have been conditioned to go to that exact mindset that other people have it worse than us. So we shouldn't be upset or we shouldn't allow ourselves to have a bad day because life could be so much worse that we start guilting and shaming ourselves out of feeling the way that we do. So instead of just sitting with our feelings and validating how we feel, you know, internally in that moment, we guilt ourselves into pretending that we're okay, even though we aren't. And what I think is so important is to validate ourselves when we are having those tough days. To know that it's okay to have an off day. It's okay to not be feeling our greatest. And to show ourselves compassion when we need those days to take care of our mental health. And that's another reason why I think I have so much compassion and empathy for those who struggle with mental health. Because I know how exhausting it can be and how hard it can be to even do the simplest of tasks. Especially when you're not feeling your best mentally. 
I also notice how we can easily guilt ourselves by saying things like, I wish I could have just been more productive today. Because sometimes our anxiety is so overwhelming that we can't be as productive as we'd like to be. And maybe all you did today was breathe. And that's okay. I think in today's society, it's pushed to show up as our most productive selves every day. So when we're not productive, we start to shame ourselves for it. And next thing you know, now our worthiness is dependent on if we were productive or not. But that's not true. You are worthy simply because you are you. It doesn't matter how productive you are. So that's something that I've actually been working on, just reminding myself that my worth is not dependent on anything outside of me and that I am worthy because I am me, and to just have compassion and grace during these tough moments. Because life is very much like the ocean. There's constant waves. You have really, really good moments, and then you have those moments where that high is now at its lowest. But the beauty of it all is that this moment where I'm feeling low, it won't last forever, and soon enough, it will pass. I saw a quote that said, stop trying to calm the storm. Calm yourself. The storm shall pass. And that's how I look at life because life has its seasons and sometimes it's a stormy season that you just cannot control. You feel like, you know, the universe is throwing all of these tests at you all at the same time or back to back and it feels chaotic and you just want to try to control everything around you, but you can't. A lot of things are outside of your control. So the best thing to do is to just control how you feel within and have faith that this too shall pass. And I know that's easier said than done. That's just a fact. But yeah, that's just a little bit, you know, about how I've been feeling lately and my thoughts on dealing with anxiety. And I'm going to share four perspective shifts as well that have helped me when it comes to anxious thoughts and things like that. But before I jump into some of the perspective shifts, I also want to quickly mention some of the current transits in the upcoming astrology forecast to pay attention to. I just love sharing a little bit of this for those of you who love hearing about astrology. I know there's a lot of you listening who do enjoy it. So we just had a new moon in Libra, which most likely brought things to light surrounding your relationships or, you know, whichever house the new moon fell in for you. For example, the new moon was in my second house of finances, and I did have a financial situation that happened, and now I am dealing with that. But Libra represents balance in relationships, and with the full moon coming up in Aries on October 9th, I really do find that there is this focus on finding balance within your relationships. Learning how to bring in balance without losing yourself and other people. With the full moon in Aries, you may feel very motivated to take action towards something, perhaps a goal, a relationship, a project, but it can bring about very impulsive energy. So it's gonna be very important to become aware of your impulsive emotions around this time, especially when it comes to your relationships with others. We may impulsively say things without thinking, you know, our emotions are just gonna be so heightened, so we maybe reacting emotionally rather than rationally, logically. It's going to be important to embrace your authenticity now, but it could also feel really difficult to do so. I find that this full moon is really about embracing who we want to be in all aspects of our life and letting go of the 
old version of self that we may have created as a way to people please. Again, this energy of setting boundaries, not losing our sense of identity in relationships, opening up and letting our authentic light shine through, finding balance in relationships, and being assertive when it comes to our relationships, letting go of toxic relationships, letting go of rejecting who we truly are. So keep all of this in mind as you move through the beginning of October. All right, so now I really want to jump into some perspective shifts that have helped me and here's hoping that these perspective shifts will help you too. So if you're ready, let's jump into it. doesn't mean you are falling behind. This is something I've really needed to remind myself multiple times throughout the year and even daily, especially as someone who works for, you know, myself. My work mode is constantly turned on. I am always tuned into my work and it's so, so hard for me to turn it off. You know, just focusing on something wholeheartedly without thinking about work and what I have to do or should be doing instead is really hard. I would wake up and instantly work instead of just taking the time to get ready and slowly start my day. And this is something I actually want to work on because if I'm being honest with myself, I'm still struggling with it. But the truth is, taking a break doesn't mean that we are going to fall behind. Because if you think about it, when you aren't taking breaks, you start to burn yourself out. You get exhausted. You lose your spark. And therefore, you're not giving most things your best effort. It's similar to saying, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. So truly, how much are you actually accomplishing when you feel burnt out? Probably not nearly as much that you would accomplish if you felt your best. So taking a break can actually help you get ahead if you think about it. The best thing that you can do for your goals, your work, and your progress is to actually make sure that you are taking those needed breaks to rest and recharge because you can't give when you have nothing left. Something that would go alongside this would be to time block. This is something that I'm going to start incorporating more of this fall because for a while now, I have been completely scattered with my routines. It's been so difficult for me to just stick to a routine or to even have a routine. But I am making myself a promise to start incorporating routines more in my day-to-day life. And I think for me, I need to do the time block method so I can physically see that there is enough time to accomplish work tasks while also having the time to take care of myself and make time for things like cooking my own meals or getting ready when I wake up to make myself look presentable without this underlying, you know, fear that I am wasting time or that I'm taking away from my work hours. Number two, change happens because we are meant to grow. Now, I know there is someone listening who struggles with change. Maybe you fear it or you're just not sure why certain things happen because it just doesn't seem fair. And trust me, I get that. 
because I have been there many times before and honestly, I think sometimes this is where my anxiety stems from. I usually get extremely anxious before a huge shift or change is about to take place in my life. It's like my subconscious is trying to push the change away due to fear and uncertainty. There's been many times in my life when things just abruptly change and shake me to my core. Like when I was a child, my neighbor, who was also my best friend, she was my safe haven. When things were rough at home, I would escape to her house. Her mom was like a second mom to me. And when her mom unexpectedly passed away, followed by her dad passing away just a few months later, my life was flipped upside down. My best friend had to move across the country and my safe haven had been taken away from me. And this all happened while my parents were going through a very awful divorce. My home life was unstable and uncertain. As a child, I felt lost, confused, sad, frustrated, and so fearful. My best friend was no longer here. I could no longer run to her when I needed a space to feel at home, when my home didn't feel like home. And now, a new fear had been unlocked, death, at such a young age. I didn't understand why people had to die or why people had to leave. And the thing is, every time that I got close to someone as a child, they actually would end up moving away. I had more friends move away from me than honestly I ever thought possible. Building close connections became difficult because I always lost the ones that I loved. And back then, it was so hard for me to look at these situations from a different perspective. And you know, people say, well, everything happens for a reason. And I used to hate that expression because I used to think it was so insensitive, especially to people who have lost someone that they loved. And honestly, I personally would never say that to someone who has lost someone that they loved because I know how bad it hurts to go through loss of loved ones. And I also don't know, you know, other people's opinions and views when it comes to faith and how they look at life in general. But now I do say it to myself but I wouldn't have said it to myself back then. But all of the loss that I have experienced throughout my life has always taught me something or it's pushed me to grow in different ways. But what's so, so, so important is to validate every emotion that you feel. You can't just say everything happens for a reason and use that as an excuse to not feel your emotions. That's just not how it works. And the thing is, I truly don't think the pain from loss ever goes away. I still to this day have triggers that bring me back to those painful experiences as a child and those difficult losses. Going through all of that as a child, it left a deep emotional wound that then led to an unfolding of so many emotional lessons within my life. But I truly don't think I would be where I am today if I didn't go through all of those painful experiences. And when you look back at really difficult life changes in your life, often those changes are happening for you in some way. Like when I got into a huge fight with my mom at, you know, the age of 17, and I ended up moving into my friend's house with her mom. It was a change at a young age, fighting with my family and now having this new sense of freedom. I grew up fast and I found my independence at a young age, but it taught me a lot. 
Change is scary. Change is tough. But oftentimes, change pushes us outside of our comfort zone so that we can grow. And the truth is, if we don't push ourselves to grow, the universe is most likely going to do it for us. And sometimes it's through those unexpected changes. So sometimes you have to be open to change and allow yourself to learn through it. And remember, always, always, always validate your emotions during painful experiences. Because if you don't and you try to push those emotions to the side, you are storing them within you and they will come out later on down the road in ways that just may not be healthy. And sometimes they come out through, you know, emotional outbursts or anxiety. Now, number three, this is a quote that I heard and I really wanted to share it. Ships don't sink because of the water. Ships sink because of the water that gets in them. Don't let what's happening around you get inside you and weigh you down. I really resonated with this quote because I am someone who is extremely sensitive to energy. I am also extremely sensitive to my environment. When I walk into a room, I can feel the energy of it. And I am sure many of you listening have experienced this too. And this actually usually stems back to childhood experiences. Like, for example, if you grew up in a home that felt unstable. For me, it was my dad who struggled with depression, anger, and addiction. His moods would change so quickly. He was always yelling and always on edge. It was a very tense environment in my home growing up, so... I was always trying to be extremely aware of his moods to make sure I wasn't doing anything that would upset him. I also tended to attract friends into my life that would reflect this wound back to me. They also had tense home life situations. So because as a child, I was always trying to protect myself by making sure I was aware of the energy of my environment and how, you know, I could do the best that I could to keep the energy of that environment peaceful, this actually created this hyper-awareness within me. This is also where, you know, my anxiety comes into play. So when I heard this quote, it really resonated with me. It's so important to set those boundaries and to not allow other people or things outside of us to affect our energy within. I used to take on the weight of other people's emotions all the time. I could be in a great mood, but if, for example, my husband came home from a really bad day at work, I could sense that energy and I would allow it to ruin my good mood because I was allowing myself to absorb his energy. Then I'd go into this, I need to fix this situation mode. I need to make him feel better. I need to do all I can to make sure that he is in a better mood. But it's not our job to do that. It's not our job to fix people and other people's emotions aren't our responsibility. And that's something to remember. We can show up for other people in an empathetic way, in a compassionate way, without taking on their emotions and making them our own. Set boundaries and know that you don't have to please everyone. Lastly, number four, healing is a constant but you don't have to be some perfect healed version of self in order to be worthy to receive. I think when it comes to personal growth, healing, and spirituality, it's so easy to get caught up in this cycle of constantly healing, constantly improving ourselves, and feeling like we're not worthy unless we do all of this inner work. 
Before you know it, we are always trying to improve and we actually end up losing ourselves in this never-ending healing journey. Now, the truth is healing is a constant because it is a never-ending journey. There's constant waves of life. We will always have tough moments, but we will always have happy moments too. That's because contrast exists, which I can get more into in a future episode. But what I'm trying to get at here is this. Your purpose isn't to heal. Yes, it is important to do the inner work, but if you are making that your purpose, you will never find that contentment because you will see yourself as one big wound that constantly needs to be fixed. And you'll feel like you're unworthy unless you're fixed or you're completely healed. That's why I actually find it so important to remember to love yourself as you are in this very moment. I always hear things like, I want to be the best version of self, or here's how to become the best version of self. And I think that it's important to aim for growth, but I think it's just as important to remember that you are still worthy as you are. Scars, wounds, flaws, all of it. Sometimes we can get caught up in becoming some best version of self that we can create this perfectionist mentality. And we can believe that there is something internally wrong with us that is always needing to be fixed. But you can receive all that you desire right here and now. It just depends on if you believe that you are worthy to receive it or not. So I challenge you to believe that you are worthy, feel that you are worthy, and know that yes, it's important to do the inner work, But it doesn't mean that you are some never-ending healing project or that there's something wrong with you. You are worthy regardless. So that's the message that I wanted to share with you today. I hope it helped in some way. Be sure to share it with someone who may need to hear these messages too. I always love connecting with you on social media. I am at LDuclose, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.